Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. I was trying to think of what, what do I want to address with you today, and I had some challenges in deciding because there is so much in the brewing and yeah do that it's almost like instead of adding another thing to do it's I realize that it's more like looking at all the things that I am doing and see how I create how I can create a little more order and peace and away from overwhelm because uh, <laughs> My New Year's resolution for this year was to delegate. Get barking dogs away from me. Yeah, you know, you come to a place just like where you are where it makes it even more important that you understand how to get that whole foundation and platform and everything streamlined because you want every single thing you do to have a reason bigger than just itself and that everything also has multiple purposes. Otherwise, you end up doing a bunch of stuff and you don't get a bunch of results. Wow, that was, that was powerful what you just said. Um, but, but to get there, um, to get everything streamlined, and you said also something about that everything that I do has a purpose in the big picture, And that every single thing you do has multiple purposes. For instance, I would not go out and teach a workshop just to teach a workshop or do a webinar or a class or anything without also knowing how it will affect every other thing I'm doing and lead me to my goals. So I don't do anything that I don't know how it will play out with everything. Otherwise, you get stretched really thin and you go in a hundred directions, but you you don't get results. You want a really clear, focused path for people, and you want everything to have multiple purposes. Okay. So I think that that can be looking at things today and, and focusing on that. And just to let you know that in the reflection time that I had at the end of the year, I realized that I need to let something go. I can't do I can't do everything that I'm doing right now. It's just mm-hmm. feel the pressure and I can't breathe and all that. And I decided to let the whole opportunity with the public speaking club go because that was Oh you did? I, you see how it unfolded eventually? It's amazing that I couldn't do the workshop and and because they went to Oh yeah, you couldn't do the date and yeah. So So you decided that was something on your plate that needed to go so you could focus okay. on the other thing. Yeah, I kind of chose based on the process of elimination, like, you know, taking care of myself, uh, the home, the cats, my relationship. Um 
My yeah, you know where you are right now because <laughs> last year you were trying out different things and figuring out what you wanted to do and still getting a feel for how you wanted to do your work and all of that. And so this year for you is really about now focusing on those few things like what we created that you started really rolling out at the end of last year. If that's what it is, then building everything around that from the minute people find you all the way through so that even if you went out and spoke or anything you did, everything would feed that. And, and then that gets you much more streamlined for your time management and your energy. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, one decision, and um, I wrote them an email, and she said the door is still open if you want to do it in the future, which was nice. So if the time comes and and it's right, then I'll do it. But it just it just felt that this is the one that needs to go. And uh, yeah, so I say. Yeah. You make those tough decisions, but, you know, that's that's what works because now you're focused this year on making some money and your business supporting itself and then supporting you. And so that was a piece, but it wasn't a money generating. It wasn't an income generating piece right now. Right. So, so what I have, um, I even have a hard time to, to put it all into words. So basically I have doTERRA and I have my business in whatever way it looks like, in whatever the funnel looks like and the plan that we have for next year and all that. Um, there is a lot of learning and there is now a eight weeks, chal- not challenge, but a boot camp with the doTERRA, which is wonderful. It's like giving every day what to focus on, the little things to focus on. There is, there, there is a, like a system that we're following. Really nice. I like, I like the that guidance. Where they're showing you things to do. Um, yeah, it's both on Facebook, and we're following this. Um, um, what am I going to call it? It's like a, a protocol in a way. So everybody. Yeah. Has, um, and and it's it's how to get yourself organized and what you know to invest a few minutes a day in, into self development and and just connect with two people a day um so there is um they have something called pipe that is short of uh prepare invite present enroll support so mm-hmm. the different things that it's it's really nice but it's not the only thing that I'm doing so right I'm finding that my day is slipping away before I'm done with everything. And on Sunday, I had like a, I, the last two Sundays, I was exhausted and I felt that I'm dreading Monday. Mm-hmm. But there's so much, I feel the, like the, the um, hurricane can't, coming at me. And I don't want to live like that. So eventually, I pulled one oil that helped me. It's amazing how quickly it worked. I felt trapped inside my schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything, right? In terms of, I don't. Right. Have, it's an illusion. But it I is, yes. Do all these things, and going back to my New Year's resolution, which is delegate. I'm, you know, I'm not in a financial position where I can take somebody professional to delegate things to, and in my brain. <laughs> 
have, oh, I can do this and I can do that. But in reality, it takes so much time. Like, like the marketing. Let's say, you know what, I really would want to look at, like make a list together with you, brainstorm about it. What are the kind of things that I can delegate and what I have to do? And yeah. solution. Maybe I can train my uh, VA, current VA, to do this for me. The marketing, the posting the images and all that. I'm really yeah, you know, we had an exercise this year just a few months ago um, when I was with my coach, and she was saying, sit down right now and act like, you know, whoever you hired or if you were going to hire somebody off the top of your head, go through your whole schedule and think about what you would offload to them. And so you can think about what do you not like doing now that's bogging you down. And once I made a list, it became much clearer. Well, I think my thing is that I like doing everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do too. I have trouble letting any of it go because I want to do it and I'll do it better because it's mine. Right. Yet you've got to, yeah, look at handing things over. I mean, even when you're talking about you're learning one way of attracting and bringing in people into doTERRA and yet you've created this whole class and all of that and built into that, it has a lot of those things. And so you really, if you're going to do that, you want to maximize it before you add anything else on that you're bringing people into doTERRA and into that class. That class becomes a marketing tool for you. And so you may be doing that rather than what some other people are doing that are just out recruiting. Right. Yeah. So... So look, so I have the newsletter, which I tried to improve this year because the the template was really annoying, and I couldn't let my VA handle it. It's just jumping from one place to another. So I created a different template that is basically um, a table. So okay, I, I don't need to tell you these details. I'm just telling you that I tried to simplify the template so I can just yeah. text and she can do it. So, so there is the newsletter, and I, I'm going to leave it blank. We'll go back to it. There is the blog. There is the 21-day challenge. There is the five weeks to emotional well-being. There is the five days. Um, essential oils Facebook class, and on top of it, there is um, a supporting, supporting I would call it customers, and and uh, uh, business builders. Yeah. Now there is a, a webinar that I'm creating with a. Uh, a business builder about essential oils and emotions. And and if I'm taking what you're saying, this is this webinar is to basically another vehicle to bring people into doTERRA. So when we're looking at the holistic not holistic, how did you call it? Multiple purposes. 
So, and, and yes, because you do it live once, and then you have it as a training call that you can continue to let people have access to, and it's going to sell your course because you do your course where either they buy it or they come into doTERRA and well, so this is the collaboration with my with a business builder that I have so she's a healer too and mm-hmm. the goal was to offer them one-on-one and from there so the people that come either through me or through her and to me it doesn't matter so much because if she she can enroll them and she can handle him handle them and if I have more business builders then we can give them also these people. So right. it be just me. So that helps you. Yeah. yeah. So but we both gonna offer them a gift so they can opt into the list, both of our lists, so we can both mm-hmm. be in touch with them. So Yeah, and then that's something you can use over and over again once you create it. Right. So then I'm writing uh, the project of life, okay? I'm calling life, like everything that is around the home, life and me. And why am I putting it here? Because it's time. It's time in my day. Like I got back to taking walks in the park, uh, meditating consistently every day. Um, So the mornings, I'm not touching my iPhone in the morning. I'm not checking messages because I spent so much time and it was eating my mornings and I would start my day at 2. And also we are, it's still a work in progress to go to sleep earlier between 10 and 11. Some nights we succeed, some nights we don't. So I can get up earlier and by 10.30 or so be done with all the morning stuff with the cats and exercise and all that and start my day because I start my day very late like it's 11.30, 12, sometimes it's 1 if I need to handle a few things like to call a doctor or somebody or schedule an appointment mm-hmm. it eats so much of my time and then I get stressed that I, my day is starting to run out and I'm I'm not working and on top of it there is, there is cooking we try to cook for two days and then somehow we finish the food really quickly, and it's time to be in the kitchen again. So Yeah. You know, one thing I started doing two years ago, and I really tried to hold to it, is to totally not book anything on Fridays so that Fridays I can go to yoga, I can run errands, I can get my hair done, I can call private people, you know, doctors and all those things, and leave Friday totally open. And it's yeah. worked well. I did it too. Friday was a day for all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh gosh, I, I tried to remember last Friday. It was like this. So I, I normally I don't schedule talks, calls, but this week I'm going, I mean, we're going to Costa Rica next week. So it's. Oh, okay. You're going. Well, yeah, anytime I'm going to be gone, then then I'll I'll really pile things on before I leave. Right. So I don't. How I, long are you gone? Uh, eight days. Okay. So I don't do sessions, but I just have um, a DoTerra conversation with somebody that may be enrolling. So, and then I go do my facial, and and I kind of like to catch up with things on Fridays. I like to yes. get you know to my papers and and do bookkeeping. I didn't do bookkeeping for a long time because I I had so little income. 
that I figure that I can do it so quickly. Uh huh. You know the the last eight months, so I want to do that. So yeah, see, so you can kind of block those things off. I learned to do that because I'm not really a a routine and and structure person, but I learned over the past few years. So another thing I did is Monday mornings. I'm still coming out of the weekend. So I don't book clients or appointments or anything, and I have a money date. I learned this from Monica Shaw. I have a money date every Monday morning, and sometimes there's not a lot of bookkeeping to do, and sometimes there is. And so I'll do anything related to my money or marketing, and I have the whole Monday morning for that kind of stuff. And then I and so I have that right now, and then I have my Fridays off. I. I I used to be able to do that. Now I feel like I can't. I feel that in the past there weren't that many things to handle, and I could say, okay, Monday's for this, Friday's for that. I mm-hmm. Monday was usually organizing the place and cleaning and kind of get ready for the week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays was clients and whatever is related to business, but back then there wasn't so much blog, there wasn't a program, there wasn't a newsletter, there wasn't sending an email to my list twice a week, there wasn't marketing. Right. So it worked. Now it's just, you know, it really seems to me that as, as many systems as I would try to put in place, if I don't delegate some of what I do, it's just going to continue like this. I have oh, I agree, especially because that is really your piece that gets in your way a lot is when you feel overwhelmed and, and so you're managing your energy. You really need to figure out what to delegate so that it feels like a relief instead of all these things on your shoulders. Yeah, and um, I'm having a challenge with it because I don't know my VA would be able to handle certain things. That what things would you like to get off your plate? That's a good question. I think the, the whole marketing thing. And marketing means uh, putting together the scripts to the, yes. to the people. And I enjoy doing the images, but it's too much. I don't want so much. I would want somebody else to do good images like I do. Like yeah, I don't do my own images at all. I have someone who does images for me. But and do you also the scripts? How do you give them the... What script? Like when you post something on Facebook, mm-hmm. when you post an image, you just post... Well, you have a combination. You post the image with the affirmation or... Ty- or Oh, are you wanting somebody to post for you? I, I still do all my own posting, but I don't make any of my own images at, or any of my own graphics. I outsource that right away because so I didn't want to teach myself how to do it. How do you guide them what to do? In, in I get it. I see it in my head, and I send what I want it to be. Um, I just did a bunch last night for a whole new campaign. She's going to do a bunch for this year. And and then I tell her she's really good at picking images, so she kind of understands now my branding. So she picks the images and just takes, here's the URL I want and here's the words I want. And then she creates them and sends them to me. So because I don't want to look through images either. That's her specialty. She is visual and an artist. I could do it, but it eat, it would eat half my day. I'd get lost in it. 
Okay, so we're a little different in that way because I had my uh, graphic background and, and I can create an image real quick and I have it on my phone. So when I have an idea of a slogan or something that I want, instead of writing down the, the text somewhere or record it even, I go immediately to that app. I ch either choose an image or create, create a background and put an effect on the background, and I type it directly. I, n I don't even type it. I speak to my phone, and I create the image. Yeah. Like you're making it. Yeah, so when you get it in your head, you're making it. I'm opening an email and sending it to her the minute I think of it. Right. And um, then I just leave it. And I do the same with all my graphics. I need new headers right now and everything. Yeah, so so it takes time to, even if you have the right kind of help, it takes time to tell them what you want. Yeah, so think about the only difference would be when you think of it, instead of going there and creating it, you would open an email and email them. That also it does, especially in the beginning, it does. It, and that's part of what's held me back too is, well, by the time I tell them how to do it, um, but then, like, I've had the same graphic designer forever. She knows me and my style now, so it's pretty easy. But in the beginning. Yeah, I, so I would want, ideally, I would want to have somebody that gets me, somebody that likes what I do, so when they listen to my audios, when they um, hear, I mean, uh, read my blogs and emails and all that, they can pick up those slogans and they can they can do it in a way that is a marketing way like you you understand what i'm saying right yes yeah definitely cuz that has always helped me the girl who does my graphics i actually know her we used to live in the same place and she follows me and my stuff so and she has a similar belief system so it she knows, you know, she has a feel for that. So you and my graphic designer too, so you want that. So you would like somebody to do your images and would you like somebody to put your whole newsletter together and mail it out for you? Well, that that would be great. I mean, maybe in the first stage I would need to write it, but just give them the script. Right, you write it and then they fill in the pieces and take the time to to work with the template and all that. Yeah. So Yeah, a lot of people do that. Yeah, but but you know, I'm not making money to hire somebody. It needs to I know. Yeah. Change. And it's like a catch 22 of in, on one hand I want to delegate, but I got to I got to break through this trapped trapped um state. It's like every the, day Day. It's not like, okay, I'm overwhelmed again. Okay, I'm overwhelmed again. Okay, so why are you overwhelmed? What's going on? You know, it's not, I don't want to bang my head in the wall every day. I need to look at. Yeah, and the rule of thumb is anybody you hire needs to be, their work is one, they're doing that work so you can be doing work that makes money instead of that work. And they should be doing things that make you money or you don't keep them. I mean, when I hired my web developer, that's the most expensive thing I've ever hired. But he makes me so much money. But otherwise, I wouldn't keep paying him to do it. So it is. In the beginning, you're like, how am I going to pay them? 
and hopefully they make they generate you money and clients or you don't keep them so they should be replacing their pay pretty quick by their results i don't have, I don't have consistent income coming so i can yeah. say i have 160 dollars right now coming in uh, once a month I have some stuff from DoTerra that it's you know one it's different it's little little stuff depends if I signed up somebody or not that that's gonna take time because I'm gonna make more money on the deeper levels of the yeah. um, the MLM kind of part of it not so much from the the front line so right. take time but it's worth putting the time because once I get to that point it's it's gonna be amazing financially and it's reoccurring yeah. Yeah, and it's other people's efforts too. It's not just my effort all the time. So, um, well, because then you can become more of the the motivator, the inspirer, the leader, and and once you get into that, you start instead of being out there every day getting new people in, you start lifting up your people and helping them. So you know, I. I keep having this desire, but I feel like it's almost not realistic to have like a day a week or two days a week in a way or or a few days a month where I am just doing something. Like you said, I do my emails for the month or I do my newsletter for the next three months or whatever. And I'm not Mm -hmm. supposed to, when I'm at home, I'm so I feel like I'm so pulled to different things that I I can't sit and just do that. And also I have the ideas jumping to my mind throughout the week. Not just okay, now I sit and I do it. It doesn't come at once like that. Like today suddenly I had this thought, your emotional state is in your hands. What do you need? Mm-hmm into today. I so like I, that. I created an image. I took a picture of my couch. If you'll see that, I'll send it to you on Facebook. It's my couch, the background. And I I wrote that, and then I, I wrote, and it just comes to me like this. Is it a certain type of food? Is it is it making someone else or yourself wrong? Is it accepting what is? It is taking it is, is it taking a moment to breathe and ground yourself. What could you make peace with today that will bring you back into a natural state of peace and joy? So I posted it on the the community that did the program. Mm-hmm. And it was look, it was maybe seven minutes, the whole thing. Yeah. Um so I don't know if it's a long time, seven minutes or not. No, not really, not to knock something like that out. And then you have it forever. I mean, once you make it once, you have it forever. and You can keep using it. Well, but where do I have it forever? I need to save it somewhere. Then, where is it now? It's on. The, you posted it, right? I posted it on the group that did the, the five-day, five-week to um, emotional well-being. Oh, it's it's a post, and then you just took a photo and did. Okay. Well, so you have that now as an image, right? Right. But I, so maybe what I can do is ask my VA 
that can be a task to go over and download the things that I'm posting uh, on a weekly basis and save them somewhere. The script. Yeah, because where is it? I mean, it's saved somewhere right now. Yes. Because it, it's a JPEG. Yeah, and it's on my phone, so I download the pictures from my phone and I have those. Okay. Okay, so that's, that's I like so that. So let's see. So do you want on this image your URL? I thought about it, but this is like, I don't think they can share from within a closed group. Okay, because what if somebody shared it with me and I said, this is so cool, but now I have no idea how to get in touch with anybody. Right, so normally I put my my um, URLs there. I'll send you another. Mm -hmm. this time, I like that with the couch, yeah. And here, this is another image that I took yesterday in the park, and I did some effect on that and put that there. Mm -hmm. So I did this yesterday. Somebody asked me, are you all the time on Facebook? Are you working? She said, <laughs> I went yeah. to the Terra meeting. She said, do you all the time and your images and all that? So I showed her in a second. I like your images, yeah. How I made that image, you are the creator of your own reality. And she was, like, shocked how quickly I did it. So, this, you know, I really created really, really fast. Yeah, you are. And those are great things for you to use. So, so but then the script, because I am writing sometimes. Sometimes I don't write anything. I just post the image itself. Mm-hmm. I so the best thing with that to remember is on the ones that can be shared, you want a clickable link as they get shared because people will click on links. People won't take the time to look on there and type in that whole Seagal Zoldan forward slash. But if it's a clickable link, they will click on it. Right, yes. So make clickable links that follow your picture because my stuff – will sometimes get shared all over the place. I mean, these are good things that people are going to share and you want your information to travel with it. You've got a lot of great ones here. I know. You see, I'm, I'm, I have this eye and I have experience and I've done so much graphics that I think that I'm going to be so picky if somebody's not doing it. <clears throat> you know, if the mm -hmm. the right and the left, it's, if it's not centered, I see all these things and it bugs me. So I need the images to be really graphically yeah. telling. So so maybe the images should still be my thing, and I, I do enjoy it. I totally get it. My very first field of work, I was a graphic designer and a proofreader, so I can't read people's stuff, and I used to do all the layout and design before we even had computers. So when I look at your stuff, I can see it's centered well, it's visually pleasing because you're good at that. That's why I like them. Yeah. And he draws And you see other people who do them and they're not good. Oh. So. Yeah, so, so you're going to tend to be a perfectionist with that. If if somebody wrote stuff for me and they did misspelling or grammatical areas, it would make me crazy. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of mistakes in those, but uh, I tried, to, I, I created a, a wrong image and then I read it and I'm like, oh, I forgot uh, something here. So, But sometimes what I do, I send a, uh, a picture to my VA and I said, can you give me a quick proof on it? 
And yeah, that's good. Like she did with the elephants, she she changed something there. So so I'm going. No, down. these look good, and these you now you just want to get those. Like you said, you're sharing those um, in this group, but it's a group where people can't share. No, no, no. Only the the first one that I sent you. Oh, the first one. These you're sharing out there, right? Because you want these circulating. Yeah, I just gave you this. The last one is um, I'm having four doTERRA classes, so this is going to be the image to for the class. I haven't Yeah. Um, I really oh, like that one, yeah. Thank you. So I'm going back to my list thinking of how can I – so I'm still not – with the images and the scripts, I still don't know how to delegate here in a way. All I know is to have her – the VA uh, copying the text that I posted, save it so I can recycle them for later. But besides that, I'm I'm still creating it. And maybe you can help me decide. Okay, so how many in a day do I want to do, and how much time would it take me to do it? Because does it have? Yeah. To well, then maybe maybe her job is more once you're creating them because you can create them pretty fast that she is putting them all together, like you said, in one place, wherever that is, and maybe she is posting them at different times to get them out there for you because those should be circulating so they can get out there. Like how often are you posting them? Well, it depends. It really depends because I have a few groups and I have my business page. Um, I have found too, see, when I'm in groups, there are a lot of groups where, and I don't know, it may be all groups, that people cannot share your stuff. If it's private or secret, people yes. can't share your stuff. Right. So so to me, what I do, many times I share from within my business page into a group. So if someone mm-hmm. click on it, they'll click and they'll go to my business page and they can yeah. So you're directing them to your business page, which is good. I'm just thinking about a really powerful piece for me especially is when I have stuff that's good like that, like what you're creating and people like it, you want them to share because one person shares and now it's reaching thousands of people that you can't touch. So so there there are different posts. Some are just for the group and it's meant specifically Uh – to address things that we discussed, like reminding them or um, yeah. if there's something that is fit not just for the group, I post it in different places. So I post it on my business page and on the groups and um, on my personal page. So I am aware. I'm aware of uh, the sharing thing. And I write to them many times instructions. If you wish to share or please share by clicking on the image and you, you will be able to share from there. So I, I'm aware of it. I more want to focus on the what am I doing and what can somebody else do. Yeah. So if you think about everything you're doing, because now you have a better idea in the past few months of what you're selling, and, and we even looked at your calendar and when you're going to be launching all these things. So it's really looking at, what you love doing the most? Are there administrative things you want to hand over? Do you feel like you can hand at least putting the newsletter together once you have a good template that you can just I need to give see, her what goes in it? 
I need to see if she can do it. The blog, she's handling already by herself. I just, uh, I didn't get to write it on Christmas. I just didn't get to it. And I thought maybe also, I don't know if it's going to be more work or less work to do a video blog where mm-hmm. she doesn't need to put her time into proofing it. Yeah. And I can teach her how to, I can do the video, upload it to YouTube and because when I, when I speak, I don't, I have a few, I have a thought, okay, I want to share it. So I have mistakes in my English, and maybe I have ums and ums and things like that, but I, it's me, and I'm authentic, and it's fine. And uh-huh. I get such a good feedback from people. I mean, I don't have this, I don't look good kind of thing in front of the camera. Right. So I don't have a problem doing that. Um, no, they're good. I mean, and it's you, like you said, it's you, and they see that, and they're seeing you, so they recognize everything, all the pieces of it. I, I thought that may be also a way to both um, simplify the whole writing thing. I can do at times writing, but maybe move in that direction. And then, you may want to try it because right now they still say video is much preferred over writing, so it could work in your favor. Yeah, and have her, um, and then I don't need an image necessarily for that blog because the image is the video. And I mm-hmm. think I'm not sure if when you're sharing it, if. Facebook picks up the image because sometimes it takes the image of the <clears throat> the sidebars, which is so annoying how it picks that up. Yeah. Opt-in you have there. Um, so that can be, <clears throat> I can just shoot the video, but I need to upload it, and then she she can take it from there. So I need to guide her how to do that. And then I think that the the biggest stone that is sitting on my chest is I'm looking at my um, programs, events, and all that, and the three-week starting off promotion. So even though that some of those I have scripts that have already been created, it's still like putting it all together. And it's not like I, I click a button and activate the whole thing again. I don't know. I need to look for those broadcasts, and it's just like, ugh. Like, yeah, you want to you wanna save all that in one place, too, because you only want to do that once, or you've already done it. And then that's another thing that if you just put it in a place that it's all together and easy to find, if you're having trouble because you have to pull it all up. Then... So wait a second. So when you do in AWeber, you want to start a, a campaign that you've already done in the past. You can put mm-hmm. the campaign somewhere? No, AWeber doesn't let you. Yeah. But but you're saying you have to pull it all. So, yeah, if you put it in some place, then somebody else, as long as you have the script, somebody else can do all the manual work. Once you do it once, when I did my blog challenge, you know, it was 30 days. Once I did it once, I just recycled it. Not that simple because if I keep it on a Word document, there are coding problems when you, you copy text from Word to um, the shopping cart or the whatever database you're using, it mm-hmm. creates different codes and messes up the script. Then if I put it in a text document, 
then they need to format it, and then they need to test the email. So in a way, it's almost easier to pull out the the dates of the previous campaign and just reuse it. But again, who would know? Who would know which emails to do? It's, I don't have a folder that I can say I can I can put it as an autoresponder and then copy it from there, but everything is so complicated, and she wouldn't understand what to do. Barely I need to sit with it. and So the technical aspect of it, it's not... Uh-huh. The way the shopping cart is, is not supportive to, to start a company. A Weber or something else? One shopping cart, but I think they're, oh. the, they're the same in that way. Yeah, I used to use one shopping cart. I got rid of it because it was a pain in my ass. I just use uh-huh. A Weber now. What what was uh, in one or two sentences? What was the pain? In yeah, the- I mean, I'm trying. To, I kept having the same issue like you. Like I understood how to use it, but for the cost of it, it just I realized I didn't need it. It wasn't doing anything for me, and and it, I got bogged down in in all the techni- technical pieces. You said you have one shopping cart and a Weber. No, no, I don't have a Weber. I have. Oh. You just have one shopping cart. Yeah, I, of all the things I've ever used, I did not like it. I don't like it either, and I don't like the mindset of the company, really rigid. And, and I, AWeber costs one quarter of what I paid oh for no. one shopping cart. How much did you pay? I paid $127 a month for one shopping cart. What are you How paying? But I took that feature out. Uh, they, I paid also 129. Then they raised it, and then they didn't give us uh, to, uh, the ability to call and get supported. I had so many frustrations with them, and so yeah, many- I pay 49, 49 or 47 dollars for AWeber, well, and paid- it does everything. And AWeber just, you know how everybody uses Infusionsoft. Because yeah. of the campaigns, A Weber just built their own campaign system. I haven't tried it out yet, but it's just oh. like Infusionsoft. I pay thirty four. I don't pay one twenty nine because I don't. Oh, okay. I don't use the the cart. I don't sell through one shopping cart. If I do, I direct oh, yeah. to my own uh, to PayPal. So that was the feature that made it all expensive. So that's how I downsized. Yeah. Selling. Yeah, see, one shopping cart's best feature is if you're using it as a shopping cart, but it is not a good email and content system. Oh, so look, this is something that I really want to do, but you see, it's such a big project to to transfer all the autoresponders and all the web pages that are linked to opt into this, and I need to find somebody to do this for me, also to have the money to yeah. pay them. You would want to. I mean, even things like they could go in and grab it all and copy it before you got rid of it. I mean, I paid somebody once, and it wasn't expensive to go in and copy every blog I'd ever written so I would have them so I could write my book. So you can find people to do some of those things. Yeah, so so far I haven't found, and I think that I need first to get the other ducks in a row first before I'm ready to, because I had I needed to reinstall my operating system, so mm-hmm. I needed to back up everything and uh, and reinstall different software. So this is what one happened. one <laughs> benefit that might be to you if you end up not wanting one shopping cart anymore and you move to A Weber or something like that 
is you'll start fresh. And so you can do it now that you're more focused and everything has a purpose, you maybe will be able to do it from the very beginning that way. Um, meaning, you mean that I don't have like people that are not my target market or what do you mean? Oh, no, you want to take your whole list over, but I mean, you said right now you've written things and they're all in different places and stuff. Now you understand your whole way that you're going to run your business this year, and so maybe it'll help you organize it in a different way. It's not that it's in a different place. The way it works with one shopping cart, if you remember, when you send an email to your list, so it's a broadcast. That's what it's called. And once you send a broadcast, it just goes into the broadcast list. So you have the title, you have the um, uh, date. Mhm. Yeah, I never used that feature of one shopping cart because I had a Weber. So I was actually paying for two things, oh. and um, then I got rid of it. So I never sent broadcasts from one shopping cart because it was easier on a Weber. Okay, so it, I don't know. I need to kind of uh, play with the interface of AWeber. But the the thing is there are no folders or something that you can save the the broadcast or whatever email blast you did in one place. Oh, they're all they all just go in line in a, yes. as you do them. Yes. See, yeah, AWeber has all separate buckets for me. They have a main uh -huh. list, and then everything is in its own bucket. Everything I've ever done is in its you own bucket. Take, you can take a campaign and put it in its own bucket? Yeah, every like when I did my Facebook challenge, it's its own folder, its own bucket, its own series, and its well, own and, list. Okay, I have that too. That's an autoresponder. So when somebody signs up, let's say to the Facebook challenge, they go into... Of, uh, like a list that belongs yeah. to that autoresponder. But yeah. when I do a campaign, I do it for the entire list, and uh, two emails a week for three weeks, let's say the six emails, they just go down the list of email blasts. So they don't yeah. go into a folder that I can say to my VA, pull these six emails and change the dates and reschedule them to start on this and that date. I can't do that. Yeah. I to look for those emails, and I feel that she's going to make a lot of mistakes and she wouldn't know which one it is. So technically, I, I, I feel that my system is not designed in a, in a way that I can easily – I need a very sharp person to know what – You do. And if you know somebody who knows how to use those and is good, there will be a little learning curve for them, and so you have – you know, concerns that she might not know, but once they ask, they'll get it figured out. And if they're good at it, then not, not it may be smoother than you think. I, I, there are things that I know that I can't trust her with. It takes, it takes, um, she almost, she doesn't think out of the box. She, I tell her to do something, so she tells it in a way that, more with the mindset of I hope I may I did it like you meant versus oh oh is this the one that you're trading with her yes okay yes yeah, so I mean you may I mean you may ch fix this whole thing by just hiring somebody even if you only start by 
using them 10 hours a month or something. But, but look, Michelle, I, I can't hire somebody when I don't have money coming in. I'm yeah. Gonna, it's stressing me out. I can't pay somebody. I can't pay myself. So yeah. I need to figure out within within my, uh, what am going to call it? Limited. Is she doing things for you right now that are making it worth it to give your services in exchange? Is she actually doing things that are making you money? Oh, n no. She's just, she doesn't do things that are help, that makes me money. Yeah. She takes things off of my plate so I can concentrate on making money. So, yeah, but I mean, is it is it helping your business? It, it's helping me. <laughs> I don't know if it's... Yeah. Does what I do help my business? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I mean, if it's working, then keep doing it until until you're able to hire someone else. But it sounds like you're saying, well, the things I really need someone to do now, I she can't do them. Well, but that someone will ask at least twenty dollars per hour, which I can't even hire them for mm -hmm. four hours a month. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know that there are things that if, if I make it simple, let's say I'm looking at the um, broadcast here, and maybe that's what I need to do and I can do it in the future because as we're talking, I'm getting ideas. Each broadcast has a number. So I can, I can take, if I did six emails to that marketing campaign, I can, call, I can have a list of this, um, the ID of the of that email. Oh, yeah. And I can say, go to these these ones in this order and schedule each one for this and that date and, and change that. So yes. you, you can do at the beginning a test email so I can go over and make sure that everything is right and then schedule it to the date when it's going out. Yeah, try it out. I mean, that could help. Because if that works, then you can be doing that for more and that'll get something off your plate. Yeah, I think once she once I'm giving her a hand and I'm showing her how to go hand by hand, hand by hand a few times, I'm giving her a video that she can follow. She's just learning through the doing and then she feels more comfortable with it. And here and there she's missing something. She's She's forgetting something. Or I gave her an image, and when I went to the blog, the image was so blurry. And so she's not saying, look, Sigal, the image is very blurry. It's not good. Yeah. Can, can you give a different image? She's not saying it. And and then I, you're having to catch it, yeah. I'm catching it, and I just deleted the image and left another image because I didn't want to put more time into it. But things like that, that it's as if she's she doesn't have this broad... She she's very sweet and very caring and all you know she's not like a professional VA. I made her a VA. Right. She did my services, so I can't expect and I can't make her wrong too because that's the level that she can step up to. You know, it's it's that's what she can give. Mhm. Mm so I need I need to give her projects that she can handle. Um, that's why I'm I'm trying to simplify the. How am I going to tell that to her that she will understand? But the truth is that even if I had a sharp person, also how would they know which emails I'm, I'm talking about? I know. I wrote them. I send them. I know. Yeah. So it's different. 
Um, so I think in a way the marketing is what takes most of my uh, pressure. And yeah. how can I simplify it to myself? Like I really like when I'm hearing you saying on Monday I'm sitting and I'm writing my what my blogs for the the, the week or for the month. Mm-hmm. I do my blog and my newsletter. I feel like life gets in the way all the time. Well, you know, I was going to go back to that because you said also because you work from home, and I've done that a long time, and I also worked not from home. And it's one of those things where you said, I'm doing this, and then things call to me. But just because you're working at home, you can't. You need to make business your priority when it's business and not go do all those other things. Because they're not making you money. And so if you're constantly letting other things take you away from your business and making money, then you need to look at that if you're going to work from home. Some people cannot work from home, and they have to go get an office space. Working from home is amazing, but when I'm working from home, I don't let anything else call me away. I I got really better at this. I don't do laundry in the middle of the... No. You know, I I may start a machine in the morning and normally my husband um move it to the dryer, but I kind of I do it normally on Sunday so when the cleaning woman comes on Monday she can fold it and if not then I'll I'll fold it on uh Sunday. So I I mm-hmm. keep laundry okay. So then there's the cats that they're eating a few times a day. My husband is doing a lot with the cats. But then, you know, a cat will start meow or vomit or pee on the floor. Yeah, some of that's routine. I mean, I have two dogs and two cats here. Well, I have to take breaks and let my dogs out or walk around or feed them. And what else? It's me being hungry, going to the kitchen. Suddenly I see a sink filled with kitchen. So I start my day. I do the dishes if they are. Sometimes my husband would do but then in the middle of the day, he doesn't like to do the dishes. So the moment I see that there is mm-hmm. the sink, I'm starting to to clean the the sink. I, I like I don't. Yeah, have... and then you have to think. Wait, how much money could I be making an hour if I was working? I mean, my sink's full of dirty dishes right now. And and the other thing I do, like you're saying, then I go in the kitchen and I'm hungry. I schedule a lunch break and I put food on a plate and I stop working, and I sit down, and I usually watch one of my shows, like right before this call. I took my lunch break, and mm-hmm. I take at least an hour, one, one and a half hours. I sit down, I take my lunch break and eat my lunch and do something I want to do, and then I go back to work. Yeah, so, so I, I, I just schedule. That, that when I come to the kitchen, and it's time to start with the lunch, and the kitchen is full, we have a small kitchen, there's barely place to, to put stuff, so if the sink is full, I start on a minus, right? It's like uh-huh. everything. We don't have a dishwasher. So you're thinking how much? Oh, so you have to, sink, yeah, huh? you have to wash dishes. Oh, gosh. Um, you're thinking how much money can I make now? I'm thinking how can I do this now so I don't have this for later? This is like... yeah. A, no, no, I mean, no. that's when I decided to get a cleaning person, which you say you have too. I realized how many hours it takes me to clean, and I'm not even good at it. How much money can I make? I can make enough money in one hour to pay her for two weeks. 
Yeah, so talking about, yeah, she's coming every two weeks. I I now feel like I want every week, um, but she can't do it, so I would need to find another person, which is fine, but another task. And it's just the to-do list in terms of life. Like I need to, you know, I'm eight years, I have my green card, and I didn't apply yet for citizenship. Can you believe it? We oh. we don't We don't get to do it. It's like there are forms now to fill. He got me, my husband, a new camera for Christmas. So we want to sit and learn about the camera before we go to Costa Rica. So I, we don't get to do it. It's like there's all the time stuff to do, and it's just like, yeah. Oh. And it, so it sounds like even though we get to integrate our lives, you're totally letting your time be like, oh, well, now I need to do these things where I have time that is my work days, and then times that I'm not working. And even though, I mean, sometimes, especially because I run my business off Facebook, I may be on there in the middle of the night or something, but you're just totally like, well, now I'm going to clean the kitchen. Now I'm going to go do some work. And you really want to do like the camera thing. Can you do some of that on a weekend or in an evening? We, or We were so exhausted. We, so we scheduled to do it on the weekend, but we didn't want to do anything. We just want to chill we watched harry potter you know we we went to a party it's like enough you know enough with that to-do list i'm all the time thinking in terms of to-do list so we didn't get to it Mm -hmm. so we scheduled for tuesday he got a project he said let's reschedule to thursday so it's tonight let's see if it's going to happen and that's the same thing with okay that's the same thing with sex we try to schedule sex we never get to do it. I can't tell you the last Okay, time. so if you try to schedule it, why are why are you not? Like in my house, Sunday night, no matter what. Because suddenly I have people allergy. don't want to. Then oh. I have an allergy. Then he needs to go to the bathroom. Then, you know, it's like it's a sabotage thing. I think it's a subconscious. Yeah, it is because you're setting the time, but then it's not a standing thing. And so just like the Thursday night, Wednesday night is date night in our house. No matter what's going on, he better come home and I'm not working unless I'm traveling. And then Sunday. And so, yeah, it sounds like you're not holding to those things and they're sacred to you and you want them, but then you're not holding each other to them. And then you just feel like you're scheduling all the time, but you're not having those things like time with each other and it's not time. just it's also the giving we're both depleted right so who yes. wants to what well, you're not filling yourselves back up yeah yeah so we first we first need to take care of what's first and we're both we love what we do and and don't understand me i mean i want you to un- understand it's it's like when I, I'm many hours in my office working, but I feel yeah. that my work is either I let myself be distracted by other things that are pulling me in my brain to do, and I do make a list, and I choose the thing to do, and I choose it, and I do it. But there is so much more than that that a whole week can pass by, and I did just three, four things, and where am I? Did I make more money? No. Was I busy in marketing? Okay, I'm building relationships. That's good all the time. But it's like 
like yeah something well in the place you're in too you now you're starting to build the structure and you know how you're going to make money because you know what you're going to offer and really in the beginning those income generating things are the first things you do and so i had to get even clearer about that because now you're just right at that edge of this year you want to be making money and consistent money and you're feeling overwhelmed and like there's so much to do but if you're not making money then what is it all for it's not working and then do you would you want to work that like that for free i mean we're natural healers and helpers so we'll do this no matter what wherever you put us i don't do even healings i don't do healings i don't remember when was the last time i did healing Whatever I do right now mm-hmm. in my is not healing. I'm talking to people. Yeah. I'm guiding them to the oils. I'm, listening, I'm coaching them, more coaching them. It's a different thing than healing. It's more. And you're you're uh, looking at what you created to make money because all last year we worked it from all different angles. Whether you were going to sell a healing program like a 90 day program or package, and then you looked at the DoTerra, and so by the end of last year you came down to. I'm going to do this challenge, which leads to this course. And so now you've got that. So now yeah. you want to just keep working that and being so focused on, do you see if everything went as you wanted it to, what you have planned right now, would that bring you the money you want? Well, if I had uh, 25 people signed up to the program and I had made more money out of the program, that would have put me in a place to, mm-hmm. you know, hire the people, give me good, um, um, like, thumbs up on, yeah, go for it. 25 people sign up, so next time there may be more people signing up. Uh, right. So it's great to see that because then it becomes a numbers game. It really, either you're out there in person getting those people into the program or you're doing it online and it just becomes a numbers. I mean, to get 25 people to buy a program, you do the math of how many people you have to show it to and then all the ways you lead them. And and it, it is faster and easier if you've got them into something live and then you offer it and sometimes you can get more people. If you're doing it online, it's your whole funnel like you see. And so some way, if you want 25 people in something, you want to be focused on filling your pipeline with people to show them the program because you're talking about, you know, 2,500 people to show it to, to sell it to 25 people. I I got a message from Facebook uh, about a post that I had five years ago. And I looked mm-hmm. at the number of uh, likes that I had on, because it told me how many likes I had on my yeah. page. Five years ago, I was around 500 um, followers. With all the marketing and all the consistent posts and all the value and all that, today I'm at 755 years later. So when you're saying to me, I need to get... Oh, on your business page? My Facebook business page. Yeah, I, I mean, that right. is the slowest way to get people. That I'm talking but also about on my your list, list your list. email list. Also on my list. It's, I mean, look, I... I Have you been building your list over the past five years? 
I've been building. I went on and off, but the thing is that this list was, I changed my message in the last two years. But since I changed my message, it's growing so slow, so slow that Mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't know anymore. All I know is to be consistent with what I do, and to do the best I can do with taking care of myself and right. and hope that it will get in front of the right people. Now I have doTERRA, so I have more of my target market around me in groups and all that, and these people can become my clients, so I don't need to too much go and search for these people. Right. Now that you've married the two, that gives you a better vehicle because people who are, go to doTERRA are going to want your class, and people who go to your class, will want the oils. So, I mean, you're setting up a good system for yourself. As far as building a list, yeah, there are things that will grow very slowly unless um, you're consistently, the only way to grow your list is to get people to opt into your stuff. Right, which which I do have things in place, but I also want to address the, we talked about it, that if I'm overwhelmed and if I don't have if I don't manage all these things, what I'm delegating, what I'm doing myself, there won't be room for these people to come. There isn't room in my schedule yeah. for me to, if if I, let's put it this way, if I get three clients right now, I either stop writing the blog or the newsletter or I can't do the marketing for the program. Something, there, it's a balance act. And yeah. I need clear the room for these people to come because I've I've seen it a few times in my work with coaches and healers that I'm not getting more because there is no I'm being protected. I'm going to collapse. Yeah. I talked about I that. would absolutely agree. I mean, after working with you last year for so long, it is and you understand the energetics and then even your message because it you view it as if it's not just like this or if it's going to overwhelm me or I want them, you know, to be this, I think you're holding people off because yes. if you see people as they're going to overwhelm you or be a burden, they're not going to buy right. from you. So I'm, I'm learning that now and I'm not anymore in a space like I used to be a few good months ago. Oh, I'm doing this and it's not working and I'm not seeing results. And I'm not there. I am... Mm-hmm. I, Everything is laid out so beautifully. I have been busy last year, although I didn't manifest a client right after we started to work or even later. I see the the value in the work that we've done together in terms of I put so I had so much creation. I got into the habit of writing consistently and I did it. I you know, there's so many things in motion that just that now I just need to run them and figure yeah. out it's really the focus now and working your system because like you said the first months we were working together I mean it was quite a few months where we were even like what are you selling so you can make a focused path and until you have that one thing you're selling and that focused path to drive everyone there it is harder to get clients now you've created one that you like and so I agree, some of it is delegating, and then some of it is staying with that focused path, and then how do you drive people all the way through the path to where they pay you? 
Right. So back to the delegation, to me, it's like I need to look at in each aspect of my projects, life and business, where uh-huh. do I need to change, how do I need to implement it, where can I delegate, where can I do less or not do or what, whatever. It is. Even as we're talking about the pieces, can you see places where you're ready to delegate or where you could delegate or where you want to delegate? I I see very little. As I said, I, mm-hmm. I see in the newsletter that I write it and she can put it in. That's that's one delegation. I see them moving to a video blog mm-hmm. versus writing the blog. I think it's gonna be faster, but I'm I'm not sure. So I need to. I think I think also the video blog would make people watch more than because I don't I don't get comments, and I don't know if I'm getting visitors. It's it's I I put a lot of work for what I get. I enjoy it and all that. Yeah. But there are some weeks that I'm like, I need the time for other things, and here I am committed to do my blog, so I'm I'm doing it. But well, I, and keep in mind, a video blog is very short, and there's one call to action. So that might free up some of your time. Yeah, and some of her time to do other things for me, because she wouldn't mm-hmm. need to proof it so much. Um. And then when I look at that 21-day challenge, five weeks and five days, um, I don't know. There's the marketing. So I, I, I'm lost there. I'm lost. I don't know where to start. Uh, I need to... With maybe, marketing? Yeah. Maybe so when we, when we backed it out, what you're selling is your five-week course, right? Well, but that's going to be only... Um, well, in February 1st, I have the 21 days. So right, then, your 21-day uh, challenge. And then uh, we decided on uh, February 29th, we'll have five days of um, uh, essential oil training, but my downline will run it. So she's going to yes. do her post, and I'm just going to co-host it, so it's less work for me. Yeah. And then on March 14 is the five weeks emotional well-being, which I need to start getting my affiliate program, which I didn't write that down. I didn't get the affiliate program. So that the other doTERRA people can make money by sending people to that. Exactly. Oh, well, then, yeah, So because you want to look at where you're going to run your affiliate program through. I know that's something one shopping cart does. No, 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 I'm not going to do it from there because when yeah. I, from there I think I need to use the card and pay them more. There is a plug-in with WordPress that okay. I will do. So I need to explore it and see. I contacted these people. Don't get back to you. It's unbelievable. Even a doctor uh-huh. I work with now, a doctor online, paid him $650. I did, I did a consultation with him. I did a saliva test. And it's so absurd. He said that he's sending me a fecal test, and the test didn't arrive. So where am I supposed to poop into? Where am, where am I oh. sending it into? And he's like, go to my website and find it there. What is this? And it's a private yeah. I paid him from insurance or something, not getting back to me. So um, who else didn't get back to me? What today? are you trying to find out about? 
what what's that? With the saliva and the fecal, what are you trying to find out? My, my hormones, and just to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all balanced. Because if, you know, if the hormones are not right, the cancer can can have a, a breast cancer, or, you know, and I had a hormonal imbalance, and because of my stress, my adrenals are. Um, I don't I don't know in what shape they are. They're better because I have better energy, but I still have this um, um, like tie around my belly, which I'm pretty skinny, and I just have this belly, and I know that it's cortisol that is being released to the the belly, and I want to get rid of it. So it all comes uh-huh. to, to the stress. So this is somebody that my husband listened to in a podcast, and and he said, I really want you to consult with him. He seems like he has a good paradigm. And he wanted to put me on a um, two-month elimination diet that is also like I don't know if I like this approach. Not legumes, no quinoa, no uh, wheat. Okay, that's fine. Wheat and sugars, we know about that. But a lot of things. So what am I going to have for breakfast? Fish? So I told him when I get back from Costa Rica, well, you know, I'll start it. I'll prepare myself. No coffee, no dairy, which I don't do coffee. I do I do two cups a week decaf, uh, but no dairy at all. No um, um, goat cheese, no tofu. Uh-huh. So it's basically fish and vegetables. Yeah. So it's tough. It's tough for two months like that. But it's not oh, yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, um, I was I was talking about somebody who was not getting back to me, and then uh-huh. I got to him, and I don't remember who I was talking about. Um, you were saying people aren't getting back to you, and you're trying to get things done. Oh, the guy from the... Oh, we were talking about your affiliate F- program. I... I <laughs> There is a girl that I'm connected with that she did some work for me on my WordPress site, and I asked her, can I hire you for for you to install the affiliate plugin and, and just set up the program so I can run with it? No reply. But when I, t- I write her about my cats and all that, she replies immediately. So there is something oh. there. And so then I did a search about something online, and I found this guy, and I wrote to him, and he wrote me back, and then I I said, so how do you work? How much do you charge? I need to set up this affiliate program. Nothing. <laughs> so oh my gosh, to the destination. So it's like, good. So I have some lessons here that I'm going through. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, because you kind of know. I mean, at least by laying out that calendar, you know. Okay, well, I definitely want to get my affiliate program in place because that will help you not be the only one marketing, and it's easy for those people to to refer and make money. I mean, it's a natural, so you want to get that out there because you will find people when you start sending that stuff out, you think people will jump all over it, and they are slow to get back, slow to sign up, and all of that. And then you want your... You want to be ready for your challenge then. So, Michelle, what are you picking up intuitively from what you're hearing me going through? Because I'm in my bubble and you are you're seeing me in my own bubble. Mm-hmm. In terms of how... Well, it's... Yeah. Uh-huh. All these things that 
I'm I'm very excited about and I love them and then I have you know my life and myself and and it I I'm experiencing myself it's like it's too much it's too much it's like oh it's exciting it's exciting but I need to it's almost like my adrenals are doing the opposite they're releasing the cortisol on a on um from a positive place as if I'm addicted to that stress in a way Mm-hmm. Of, of just living in stress, even though it's good stress. Yeah, because some of it can be. I mean, being an entrepreneur and running your own business is can be very stressful. And so that's why at one point a few months ago I was asking you, are you certain you want to do this and that, that you have the temperament for it and that you want to do it? You certainly have the things to offer, but you can't be living in overwhelm like this. And so then things come up. And you start already before you're even doing them feeling like it's heavy or a burden or like I remember I didn't tell you to do anything for Black Friday, but I just posted that I had done something Black Friday and your first response was, well, I decided I couldn't do that because it would be overwhelming and I have to take care of myself. And yet people can make a big chunk of money on Black Friday if they want to do it. And so you're well, getting in your own way sometimes by saying, oh, it's just going to be too much. Yeah. So what? And there's something about the overwhelm and even, um, you know, we do want extreme self-care and we do want to take care of ourselves. There's this overwhelm, though, of you feeling like you're not, you're not getting what you need and keep looking for you know, you're you're stressed about the stress and focused. And so I asked you that last time we were emailing, I think, you know, before we got on this call, can you identify that has to be serving you in some way or it's an old pattern that you use for survival that you've just never gotten rid of, that if you don't stay in, if you stay in constant overwhelm, it has to be serving you or you wouldn't do it because you're very smart you're very motivated. You get stuff done. I mean, you were outputting when I first started working with you so much work, like more than you needed to deliver. And so you're totally capable and gifted. So how how is keeping that overwhelm? Have you, since you've started your business, have you always felt in that overwhelm? No, no, I, I, but I was stressed. I was stressed about money. Since I started, yeah. since I left my job that I had like the secured thousand yeah. shekels that came in in Israel, um, and I didn't have that security, I started to fear for my my life in a way. Like, how am I going to stand on my own feet? And and I yeah. think since then, I actually never stood on my own feet. It was always, you know, living with my brother, renting a room from this friend that I met here, then meeting my husband, then moving in with him, and he's supporting us. I was never, after the job I had, the kind of secure job that I had in Israel in architecture, I had two years where I ate my savings. I was struggling. Before I came to America, I had a time where I had 18 clients working with me at a given time. It was a very short window of time. Uh, but it suddenly got picked up, but that's 
that was when I already left my house and I was uh, I was transitioning and and then I decided to come here. So it was like I was working with 15 people a week because between the 18, one couldn't come this week and one. So 15 people a week. It was like wow. And then yeah. I left. And then I left. So. Um, yeah, I was always uh, since then supported by others, and it's been it's been a long time. It's been since two thousand and two thousand. Since you made your own money, yeah. Yeah. Or since you supported yourself, you're saying. Yeah. So you have touched something really good here. The I'm stressed about the stress. Yeah, there's something about. If you didn't have that stress, you're constantly stressing about having the stress and the overwhelm. And, and you tell me a lot about what it's doing to your body and how it is. Because then I was wondering, you're saying you don't have money, and then you pay this guy off the Internet $650 to well, do husband, more tests on you. You know, my my husband treats the money that he's he's bringing like it's ours. Mm-hmm. And I told him. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, my husband money, too. Yeah. I don't. I can't. I can't. I wouldn't come to him and say, I, I, he initiated it. He said, I want you to talk to this guy. And mm-hmm. it cost 200 and He did a free consultation and then one appointment for 250 to go like over everything. And then the, other, the rest of the money was basically to the labs for the tests. That one yeah. didn't arrive and he's not emailing me back. And I already emailed him twice. So I'm going to call and see because I started a process with him. You know, I, I'm going to have the results from the saliva test now. So what am I supposed to do with it? And I, I right, then I, what are you going to do with it? And you're looking for more reasons of what's wrong with you or why are you stressed? Well, and then because then I, you said then I got to find out if there's stuff wrong and my hormones and all these things. Now I don't live in your body, so I don't know what you're experiencing, but it seems almost like a cycle. Because then what are you going to do when you find out the results of the test? Well, decide which food to eliminate, which food. He he says that based on what I'm sharing, I need much more protein than what I'm having. That I mm-hmm. get uh, into the fight or flight and into stress mode because my body is not getting the amount of protein that I need. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So, And the amount that he wants me to eat stresses me, okay? I don't eat like this. It's like mm-hmm. I didn't grow up like this, and maybe I didn't grow up like this because my parents saved money and they didn't give us as much protein. But, you know, we kind of need to buy in bulk, and I wanted to buy another freezer because I want quality protein, and it costs a lot of money. I don't, I don't like eating even meat every day. I'm not a vegetarian. Can you drink your protein? I drink my protein shake, but he said it's not enough. You, he wants me to oh. double it. So okay. I now egg and added collagen and flax seeds. And diff- so it's both with diets. And I told him I don't want to take uh, bioidentical hormones. I want to help my body produce the hormones, that, you know, naturally. And I can do, I, I use essential oils. And, and I think that, Based on using the essential oils, I am doing better, but I wanted the test to kind of attest to make sure that I am. And I think the first thing that drawn me to go to him was basically this belly belly fat that I, I mm-hmm. 
get rid of. So I need to work on the stress, but if I don't have enough protein, then maybe that's a big contributor. Besides my ancestral patterns and things like that, that, okay, I can I can do that, but I don't know, because last night I had uh, um, my upline, she's a nutritionist, and she is not into too much protein. So I get different approaches, and I don't know mm-hmm. which is right for me. And when he told me about the diet and what I need to do and the amount of protein, I was resisting. And I told him, he. I had a call with him on Thursday. He wanted me to start on Monday. And I said, whoa, that's, you know, it's not how I yes. work. I need to prepare. I need to digest the idea. I don't know if that's the direction that I want to go because, you know, it it didn't feel right to me what he asked me to do. It didn't. When I work with practitioners, if if it needs to make sense to me, and I wasn't enrolled, so I thought maybe I'm resisting right now because it's uncomfortable. So let me work through that and see. Okay, there is Christmas, there is Costa Rica. I don't want it to make too much pressure on myself because once I decide, I go for it. I don't you know, get off, I don't have sugar and I don't have wheat if I decided not to. So I started to already cut back even more than how what I used to before. But right now he's, he's not getting back to me. So we'll see what happens with that. But this, the, I'm stressed about the stress. You know, I when I look at my life now, the, everything that I'm engaged with and the people that I'm working with, I enjoy so much. It is so much fun for me to tell them which oils and to guide them and to open their eyes and to, to, oh, you know, it's fun. And they're great positive people, open people. And even the posts on Facebook and my videos that I'm doing, I, I'm so enjoying everything. And I see that there is stress even though I'm, I'm in a positive side. There is still strength. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like I don't know or I forgot or there's a block that I'm addicted to the, to doing that, the survival thing that i got to get stressed on something. If it's not this, then it has to be th- that. And I can't, I, not that I can, but I, I don't know. I need to remind myself how to be there, not to just be in the moment and do what I do, and enjoy doing it, and not thinking like the lion is chasing me, and I'm going to die at the end of the day. Cause I think yeah, living in that fight or flight, because you've made this overwhelm, and these things that are getting to you, it is, it's like fight or flight is when there's the tiger in the bushes, and we're going to kill it or run away, but yours are just chasing you all the time, and they don't go away, and it keeps you in that constant state and if you think about it it will affect your business too because what you're going through right now is what you're selling other people that you have an answer for so you're experiencing it and you've got to work through it and then you will sell it but if you're going to sell emotional health and well-being then you want to be living it and and so when we go through hard times like what you're going through you want to get yourself through it and then you'll sell it and you'll tell your story and people will show up from all over and buy it. But when you're in the middle of it, it's harder to sell. And so it's an opportunity for you to walk your talk and and then help other people do it. 
So when you think you're having trouble selling and clients aren't showing up, you've got to look at what you're selling and are you embodying it. Like I couldn't sell money before I could make money. I couldn't sell money. I could sell other pieces. And and I had to really be careful about selling money or successful business until I had embodied it. So I was selling other pieces. And so you have an opportunity to, for yourself, heal yourself on uh, emotionally on a whole new level, and then you'll be able to sell it. Okay, so so listen to what I've done um, so far. So to me, the meditation is my anchor, right? I meditate in the morning. It puts me in a certain like state that... If I don't meditate, it's kind of like I start my morning and I'm like a chicken without a head. So when I start my day of work and I know that I've done that and even exercise, which doesn't happen every day, and exercise can happen later in the day, but the meditation, if I don't do it in the morning, it's gone. It's really hard for me to do it later. So that's one thing that kind of keeps me grounded, connected, at peace with what yeah. throughout the day. And then you can share meditation, and then you use the oils, and you can share those. Think about this. If I were going to hire you at some level as my coach or healer or even advisor, and I'm going to buy from you emotional healing, if I knew how stressed and what you were living your life right now, would I want to buy your lifestyle right now? Well, of if I were going to invest thousands of dollars for you to help me, what I'm buying is your lifestyle. So would I want to buy what you're living right now? But, you know, I, I see a bigger picture than that. And I would say you, you see yeah. because the way I I lead myself and the way I make the choice to meditate in the morning and the way I set boundaries with my family and with my husband and uh, spend time in nature and use the oils and all that. Yes, many people are so far away from where I am. Personally, I have this issue that I am, and when people see me, like if I, like last night I spoke in front of the group and all that, I know that I came across as a leader. and I You know, are. Yeah, and, you do. And that people people say to me, "Gosh, you look so relaxed." And I I'm, know, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it's look, it's you know, I can get excited, and at the same time, like it's it's in it's a mixture with stress. Like it's as if I'm mixing excitement with stress, as if I don't know how to separate. Exactly, I know what you're saying. Because, yeah, I mean, you have tools. There are people that don't know how to use those tools. So right now you're teaching them those tools, and there are always people two steps or more behind you. So you have something to offer now. We're always works in progress. I sold all kind of things before I had what I have now, and now there are things I can't sell yet. And so you're going to get better and better, and people do see you as a leader. Now you're just – you're growing to that next level because of the intentions you've set. You're being 
push now to grow to that next level, but you already have something valuable and now you'll, you'll break through this next level and become even more. But if you feel like you're so overwhelmed, you won't allow yourself to grow and you have so much to offer. Yeah. So there, there was um, another thing that I wanted to say in terms of what I am doing and, and back to what you've asked me, you know, even though that I'm, I'm still dealing, I feel like with a, a deep underlying stress, it's not, it's not a surface stress. It's something that I'm addicted to. So yes. I keep running it in my, as a pattern that is running within me. Um, you kind of hit on it because you said there's excitement and stress and, and you sometimes don't know how to separate those because excitement and fear produce the same things in our body physiologically and then it's how you perceive it. So some of it is how you're perceiving it and processing it, whether it's excitement or fear or stress, because you could, you could use that stress positively to move you forward. But right now you perceive it as it's going to make you sick or it's too much and it's holding you back. I mean, you have so much inside of you. You're so smart and gifted and you're a leader when you stand up in front of people. So for some reason, you're holding yourself back to protect yourself. Right, right, yes. And that's that's the next thing I need to break through from. from. Um, so so maybe, maybe we can open something up still in this call. So the second thing that I've been doing is putting basil essential oil on my adrenals. And I think that this year was, wasn't as stressful as the year the years before because I also have the mindset of supporting my adrenals knowing that this whole stress is causing this uh, abdomen, the, the belly to be more fat and all that. And it's as if that's, that's my symptom guiding me to see inside what, what's the source, what's the core of this stress that I keep producing all the time and secretes cortisol to that area, and that's why I have the belly. Uh, have you done any adrenal, like adrenal diet or adrenal supplementation? Yeah, I've done it. My doctor, my holistic doctor, said that that's, that's a long process to rebuild the adrenals. And it is. I had to do it. It It is a long process. Um, so I've already started a couple of years ago, and I think that now I'm in this place of realization of because things are, are good, most of the things are good, and here I am still producing stress. So in, in, in a way that I kind of shouldn't. I shouldn't. It, it, I don't need to go there. I totally see that it's it's something that runs within me. I'm I'm no longer in the bubble. I'm seeing myself doing the habit of being stressed. I'm not like, ah, oh, what am I gonna do? It I have my moments of course, but I also see myself, oh, you're in this again. So So you're catching it, yeah, that's a great first step. Yeah, and that's a part of what I taught in the program. So the basil supports me, and the um, <laughs> it's funny how you say sh and they're quiet. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, my dog all of a sudden barking at something. But he understands any stuff. Yeah, he does. That's funny. Um, so, but these are the supporters. It's not, I don't know how much it's addressing really the core. It's more like managing the symptoms versus. Exactly, because you want to, you're going to repair what's already been done, but then I had to teach myself how not to keep blowing them out. Right. So one is you, you give yourself tons of nutritional support and support, but then you do. You have to figure out how to stop it from happening. So mine used to be so bad it would cause panic attacks, and I thought I had to go to the emergency room. It really it really can become serious and then just zap everything you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, Definitely. so in, to me, besides like doing forensic healing on myself and working through that, I don't know. I mean, yes, it's perception, but I think it's deeper, and I need to release it on that deeper level. That you have. Yes. Because there's some there's different things going on. There's. The physical, if things are really going on physically in your body, then there's the emotional of why you keep putting yourself in that situation. And so then that's where it's deeper because it's old patterns. It is somehow you set that up as a survival that somewhere very early on you associated with that, this is what I need to do to survive, and you don't need to anymore, but you're still playing it out and still expressing it. And it seems like your circumstances kind of triggered it again. If you if you hadn't always had it, now either running this business or the schedule or something, when that overwhelm started. Yes. Writing. Yeah, that's that's the bottom line, and I think I've been aware of it for some time now realizing that there is the I call it the addiction to stress. Yeah, and you, you you end up like you said, it becomes an addiction and then it puts you in a cycle so you're never able to get out of it. And so it's it's finding it um we can get those kind of addictions in our body. I had one that was different than yours, but and it took me years to recognize I, because of the way I grew up, I had an addiction to getting myself into extreme stress, and I was addicted to the relief. So I had to put myself in danger so that I could have the relief. So I just kept creating it. I didn't know how to just be even keel. And so I had to start learning, and I had to tell myself, I no longer am addicted to relief. I don't want it. I would create it in every area of my life. And yours is very similar. It becomes, it's like a neural net pathway that your brain knows so well. It's like running down the well-worn path, and you have to over and over create a new path. I still catch it sometimes, but I don't create it physically anymore. Got you. Yeah. So how how what was your process of from the moment that you realized it what 
how did you free yourself? When I finally realized it, then I could look and see where I would constantly put myself, even things like sabotaging myself, a bill that I knew I should pay that had a deadline, I would just forget about it or wait until it became like they're going to shut off your electricity or or your car's not going to get paid, your car insurance, and then what if you had a wreck? Like to get into extreme stress so that I could get the addiction of the relief for taking care of it, I had to teach myself how to live without those highs and lows on that even keel. So then I had to first realize the addiction and say I'm not doing it anymore, catch myself before I created it, and then I had to train myself how not to live with that that adrenaline rush and that how that was. And I traced it all the way back when I was little. My family did that. And and so it was just part of, of how I thought you did. And I thought I couldn't get relief unless I went all the way to that place. So you become aware. Then I had to catch myself. So then I had to change things like, I'm going to pay my bills on time. I'm going to catch myself when I do this. Every once in a while, it's like our subconscious is so tricky. Even now that I'm totally aware and I've set all kinds of safeguards, every once in a while, I will sabotage myself and not even realize it until I'm in the middle of it. But you start catching yourself when you're in the middle of the cycle, when you're experiencing it, and you realize it's not good for you. So one, we've talked about you're going to go through and identify physical ways in your environment, in your work, in your life that you can deal with the overwhelm, delegating, changing your schedule. You're going to put all those in place or at least make a list of them and start implementing them. So we first start changing the environment. Then the next thing is you're going to catch yourself the next time you start getting, because it even is feeding you when you're saying, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed, you're, you're starting to feed the cycle as if you, you're going to give yourself a shot of heroin. So you're going to catch yourself and you're going to go, okay, am I really overwhelmed? Then what do I need to do about it right this minute? And then you take those actions and you have to start stopping, stopping it, because if you truly are in, if it's if it's all real and you truly are in so much overwhelm that it's going to take that kind of toll on you, then you obviously cannot run the business you're running and live the life you're living. So when you get really real with yourself, it's either illusion that you're creating or it's real. And if it's real, then you're just going to have to stop and you're going to have to create a new life and a new way to do business. But if it's not real, then you have to start realizing that it's not. So you're working on it with tools emotionally and healing the adrenals will help because once I got so bad, when I had to heal my adrenals and it did take a while, your adrenals will keep firing off. Now they're so depleted, they'll fire off even when you don't want them to and they'll put you physically into that. Well, I think I I can feel that my adrenals have improved because... That's good. The hair the hair that that was the first indication on the top that they're not good um i i did, i gave myself the rest on saturday and sunday like you know on christmas it was intense for months but um with the traveling and all that 
So I, I made choices, right? I didn't go to Virginia. Yeah. I'm like slowing down. I let go of the club. Uh, I'm like taking care of myself. And also... And giving your brain a rest for you and me too. Right. You have to give your brain a rest. Right, yes. And so what I would say moving forward, like from today in your and you're aware of the things to work on one is now that you have structure for your business you've just got to get really clear about setting up your business and your life in a way that supports you and get really honest about anything that's not supporting you and then when you start feeling overwhelmed you you sit down just like i would start creating fake crisis like oh my gosh, I'm running out of money and I'm not going to be able to pay my bill and, and I'd go into it because it was natural. So I'd have to sit down and say, is this real? And then you see, no, then why am I doing it? And so then you, you sit down with the overwhelm. If it's real, you've got to make a change. And if it's not real, then, then you've got to recognize that. Right. So there were two Because there are real changes that need to be made in your life, and then the rest of the change is inside you and how you perceive it. Right. Like, are you really piling way too much on yourself? And if so, you just, you can't keep that up because you won't, you won't be any good and you won't be able to make money. I mean, it's the craziest thing. When I finally got everything together, the more I took care of myself, the more I gave to myself, the more I took breaks and did things for myself and traveled and all of that I got more clients and I made more money yeah I experienced that too in the past yeah two two things that came up one is that I I did see my mom operating like this like everything that she has done was with like like this this rhythm so you could see it in her, yeah. Now, when she's doing her life, does she then talk out loud and say, I'm so overwhelmed, I have too much to do, this is too hard, or any of that? No, but we're different. I'm, I think I'm more like mellow like my dad, and she's more upbeat. And uh-huh. uh, she, she's just busy in the doing, and she's doing it with joy. But at times she has like, ah, you know, like, ah, yeah. Kind of like mm-hmm. her mindset is like, let's finish with this, which I have that a lot. And uh, my si- my sister is uh, even quicker, and she runs like she tells me sometimes, oh, you're so slow. And if you you tell you ask my husband, I'm so quick in the kitchen, but my sister is quicker because everything is like with pressure. Let's move this and that, 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 that. And when I went to Israel, to me being with the two of them because we're spending more intense time together. Whoa, this is like relax. Now they see me You saw it, yeah. They see me as uh impatient and angry because I think what they're triggering in me is that I can't relax next to them. So I'm yeah. like stop it and, and don't you know, why are you like So you were in an environment of never relaxing. But yeah, if it's your mom's natural rhythm and she can do it with joy, then that's different. But it's stressing you. Um, well, there, it's like there is no space. Like my sister can ask me a question. Okay, she asked me a question. I'm I'm calling whatever to find out something. In the middle of the call, I'm I'm online waiting for 
the machine to take me through, she starts to talk to me. And it's like, you know, give a second. You ask me something, I'm calling, I'm finding out, and you're talking to me. So I snapped at her because it's like there's no room to breathe. She has her to-do list in her mind, and she has. And also when she texts me, I, I set a boundary with that. I said, I can't, we can't do that. You can text me million questions. I come to my iPhone. I see a whole bunch of, it's like, what, I'm going to take an hour now to answer all your questions? This is like, I can't devote this. If we're having a conversation, I'm there, you're there, you're asking me, I'm answering, and da, 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 fine. But if I'm not there and you're just sending me a text, because there is a difference in the hours, right? Morning, night, there, here. So just share with me something and don't bombard me with questions. And she has questions that are also not relevant to anything. It's like, what does it matter what time my flight leaves to Costa Rica, for example. What does it matter? Does it change anything to your life? I mean, just an example. But, yes, so I'm coming from a place where that's that's the vibe. That's the kind of um, atmosphere of, like, pressure. And then what? And then we all sit, and then we're all exhausted. And mm-hmm. we need another project in order to keep that this adrenaline rush, rush. And she constantly worries, and her belly is really, really big. She's skinny with a big belly. And she's yeah. not in self-development and all that. And I'm telling her it's cortisol, and she's constantly stressed. And so I see where these patterns are, are coming from. Um, so that was one thing when you talked about how you saw your family and all that. So, but I I feel like it's deeper than that. It's like a survival, um, deeper survival thing. There was on top of it the upbringing, how I I modeled, you know, my mom. But I'm not. I'm yeah, not, there's levels of it, but it definitely you see that it was in your environment. Yes. And, and and how they lived, and so then of course you're going to feel like they're your women role models. That you were just—I mean, we pick up as children and babies before we can even speak. If they've always been doing that energetically, you would calibrate to it, or you couldn't be in your family. Right. So you just—that's your natural state, but it doesn't fit for you. Right. Right. And the other thing that I wrote here is that I'm, and it's kind of a different version of what you said about I'm stressed about the stress, is the I'm dreading getting into a deadline. So, like, my bookkeeping is not due yet, right? But I like to be ahead of time and not to get to the last day and I'm like, wow, gosh, i got to do this. I gotta, because that kind of stress, I feel like it kills me to get to mm-hmm. a place where, I mean, the last minute. And in the last four months, I did a lot of things in the last minute, and I had to make peace with it because I had to. I had to do So if you know, yeah, so that's some of that what came up when you were like, well, I just, I didn't do that because it would have been in the last minute. And if you know that's going to bother you, then that's why you do for yourself. You want to plan ahead because the last minute stresses you, and you know what you're going to do at least three and four months in advance, and then you'll tweak it, but you don't want to wait until the last minute if that's something that really bothers you. I do great in the last minute, but it energizes me. I do my best, 
but uh, some people don't. So if that's going to beat you down, you can't it's, do it. It's like I can do it, right? I can enroll myself and I can do it, but I would choose to do it in a not as an ongoing habit, but just as a you know specific goal kind of, specific, uh, mm-hmm. not everything. Like, you know, I, I even like to have gifts at home, so if we're invited somewhere, I don't need now to get to go to the store and choose. The, I have, like, candles at home. I have some soaps at home. So yeah. if you go, I'm organized. Um, I can go relax. I I like it that. Well, hopefully some of the things you've set in place now will allow you to do that in your business more because now you more know what you're focusing on and where you're going and what you're doing. Yes. So you can do that same thing in your business and plan ahead. And when you have time, you can go ahead and do those things. That was, let me catch what you're saying. So you're talking about what we did last time that I know the year, projection for the year and what do. Well, part of it and a lot of it's it's a lot of things. It is um, just since we started working together and you weren't even sure, you know, you went back and forth, what am I selling and how am I selling it? So some of it is, the calendar we did last time, but even more than that, you know where you're going to make your money. You've identified everything you're selling right now. So you know exactly that you've got to get people to that to make money. And so you've made a schedule for yourself. So you that can help you plan ahead of what you're doing because everything leads to the same place and now you've identified what that is. So you're not going to spend a bunch of time creating new things. You're going to sell what you have. Right. Yeah, because I did get ideas, and I said, nope, you're not going there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, so in summary, it's what you said, identify in my environment what I need to shift in order to remove stress and start implementing that. Uh, the second thing, I don't know if we, we we identify the whole ancestral thing. I mean, the the deep need to to stress in order as if I'm, I'm I need to survive in that way. It's a survival mechanism, and it is. We know that stress is a survival mechanism, right? But but I have it's associated with something, so. I mean, do you have any other suggestion besides me doing healing on myself? How to address Yeah, it? because, I mean, we can do that all the time. And it's more than that, obviously, because it, it's those things where you start by, you've got to actually physically take new actions. That's where I saw that a lot. And back when I was running my healing business also, that people want to run a lot of energy and do a lot of healing work, but you've got to, do things like we talked about, like, is this real or illusion? If it's real, then I've got to restructure. I've got to change things, knock things off my plate, hire people, or whatever it is, all these, you you make a list. One thing that we start out with every year with my coach is we have to make a list of 50 things we are tolerating, and throughout the year, we have to knock them all out. And it's amazing how much you tolerate any little thing like my, you know, the spring on my 
closet door is broken and so every time I go to do it or that light bulb all the way to big huge things and everything you tolerate and so you've got to start by restructuring your environment of your life and your work and your schedule because you won't keep doing this if you don't love it I mean there are days it'll be stressful or hard but you you got to love it and then the next thing is then you start catching yourself when you're getting into it so you can stop it and, again, look at it. Because all you're doing when you're doing the healing work is you're just shifting the energy, but the environment still exists and the old toxic patterns still exist, so you're going to go right back into them because you're such a match for them. And that's why all the healing work that you can do, it may temporarily make you feel better, but you're talking about, shifting physiologically and environmentally and then your brain you have to have your brain start walking down different pathways and dealing with this and those are the only ways that that will fix all the other things meditation oils energy healing all of that will help support but it's just like going to the chiropractor she can adjust me every single week but if I don't make the other changes my spine will just go right back. It won't hold it. Um, So I have to change the pillow I sleep on, the exercise I do, the chair I sit on, the food I eat, how much, how how the sleep I get, how much water I'm drinking. Right. I agree. I agree with all that. Only one thing that, at least with forensic healing, it's the way it is, that when I do the healing, I remove the source. So let's mm-hmm. say it was um, a trauma that comes up from another life, and I finish energetically by doing whatever correction I need to do with that trauma. Then whatever I'm trying to implement in my environment, whatever I'm aware of, that it's starting to break the pattern. It doesn't run. It's not a temporary thing that runs like, mm-hmm. like going to the chiropractor. It's it's a very deep work that um, releases it from the source and then the diet, the water, the detoxification. Yeah. And I I mean, I haven't experienced that. So when you use that, since that's one of your tools, is it working? Is it reversing it? It's it's, uh, correcting it. It's it's, um, interrupting the pattern to keep repeating itself. So, 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 yeah, I mean, if that works, then use that. Yeah, I'm not saying just that, it's holistic, but if I, let's say, try to manipulate my environment and I'm aware and I'm asking myself the question, is it real and is it not real, da-da-da, it's still, the pattern is still running and I need to stop it. I'm like more Mm -hmm. aware to stop it when it runs, but it still runs underneath the surface. And what forensic healing does, it addresses the core that makes it run from the, in, in the first place. So it's kind of tackling it from the bottom and tackling from the top. And yeah, I mean, use all your tools, definitely. Yeah, so, okay. Because part of your goal is then you want to you wanna make sure to, to create a business that you can run and make money and live the life you want. I mean, that is your end goal. That's your payoff. Otherwise why would you do all this? Right, yes. 
So when you mentioned about the 50 things and the knob in the closet for on the door on the closet, so it's like when you work throughout the year on them, it's like fixing that knob or accepting that knob? What oh, no, it is you have to get rid of every one of those things. So we have to make a list of 50 tolerations. It can even be I don't pay a bill on time and then it takes me an extra hour to go take care of it or you know, anything you do in your business or your life, you write 50 things you're tolerating because they're, they're energy drains and they could be money drains and then you have to eliminate them. So you don't ever accept them. You have to hire somebody or fix the knob. You have to change the light bulb. You have to take your car in to fix that thing. You have to make a new policy in your business that you'll charge for cancellations, whatever it is. And when you start knocking those out, it's amazing the space it frees up, your energy, your time, your money, mm-hmm. of all the things you tolerate. I mean, there are things that I'll leave broken and not fixed that bug me every time. And I'll say something to my husband every time, but I won't actually take care of them. So it is, it is eliminating anything that doesn't support you to live your life and run your business. Right. If you if you make a list like that, you'll be surprised to see, or as you go along, notice things that you tolerate that you don't take care of. Oh yeah, I. I you can probably start thinking of them. I it have can be like this mentalist when I walk from the bedroom in the morning to the kitchen. Yeah, I, and my brain. So imagine if you took thirty minutes or whatever it is. Each one will be different, and you fixed it. And then you freed up that little space of of brain energy and time. I know. And then it's gone. But then there are things that are in rental property. So I have the paint on some of the doors of the cabinets in the kitchen is is gone. So we don't want to ask our landlord because we want to move. But then we're not finding something. So every day, I see that every day. Before we before we le- we lived here, there was the carpet every day, every day. I had to make peace and start imagining mm-hmm. and a hardwood floor, and then it happened. It, well, it you're is. right. If there's something where you say that is bugging me, but I'm I'm going to choose not to fix it, and I have a reason. Well, then you have to make peace with it. If you're still every day, it's taking up your time or your energy, then and, yeah, you don't I, want it to. All those little things could free up little micro spots oh, in your I, life, stress, time, all of that. Absolutely. So really, I think right now you're you're really working now to pull it all together to create the life and the business that you want, and you really need to focus, too, right now on this business making money because all last year that was part of the issue is I've been doing this a long time, and I'm not making money. And so really focusing on those things that lead people to, you know now the only ways you've identified that you're going to make money in your business right now. So everything has to point people to that. Don't do anything that you don't know how to get people to where they pay you. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Well, thank you so much. I got your email. I didn't take a look at it yet, but I will. Well, look it over and, you know, do these things we've talked about and really work on that. If you could really work on all that over the next 30 days, you would get really 
uh, you know, see what shifts and changes for you and, you know, drop me a note or check in and let me know how it's going. Absolutely. Thank you so much for everything. You can have a great year, yes. Thank you. You too. Okay. Well, thank you. You have a great day. Okay. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.